News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the national minimum wage should be increased in January 2024 by two euros, which would bring it up to 13 euros and 30 cents. Those are the calls from the Irish Congress of Trade Unions. And I'm joined now by Owen Reedy, General Secretary of the ICTU, and Carl Dieter, Financial Advisor and Analyst. Uh, Owen, I'll come to you first. Why do you think this should happen? Morning, Kira. Um, it should happen because it's long overdue. Uh, there's no doubt, doubt about it that workers on the national minimum wage have been disproportionately affected by the cost of living crisis. Uh, the tax changes that are currently being discussed and that have previously happened didn't affect them because they're not in that part of the tax net. And if you look at the last few years, the increases have cumulatively been way behind inflation. And I think, you know, over half of these workers, and there's 160,000 of them, are under the age of 24. And I really think we need to give young workers a break. You know, they have been shafted in the economy. They're outside the housing market, uh, the rental market. Precariousness is very common uh, for young workers. So I really think we need to give them a break. And okay. uh, it's affordable. It's it's, it's a moderate uh, request and demand, I would say. And we think it should go up in 2025 by another two years to get okay. to the real living wage. L- let me bring in Carl Dieter. Um, that all sounds very reasonable, Carl. Yeah, I mean, but you, you also have to counter it by thinking that, you know, people below age 24... 160,000 of them, a lot of them would only be starting out into the job market. They'd be living at home. Um, and I think as well that if you're looking to, to raise wages without uh, any change in productivity, you know, we're going through inflation at the moment. We actually tried this kind of thing of, of raising wages to match inflation in the 1970s. And, and you got 1970s styles results. There's been good research on this, uh, and there's a few things. You can't assume that people on minimum wage are poor because it doesn't look at the household income that they live in. So that's just a complete misnomer. Uh, we also need to understand that when this was studied in the USA, where they, they do very deep statistical analysis, that they said raising the minimum wage, in their case it was $15, would lift a million people out of poverty. I mean, that's a really good outcome. The not-so-good outcome is that it would result in 1.3 million job losses and have a higher future barrier to job market entry, particularly amongst young men, particularly amongst minorities. And what you would actually find is this would actually be more likely to push companies that might hire people on minimum wages towards things like automation, like checkouts in supermarkets, like checkouts in fast food uh, places okay. that were the starter jobs in the past. And what do you say to that? There'll be increased job losses, it will be fueling inflation. There are there are downsides to this. It isn't all a win. Yeah, well, well I don't agree. I'd look closer to home. I'm talking to you from Berlin. I'm at a trade union conference over here. And, you know, Germany is a progressive, modern economy, uh, centre-left government. They raised the national minimum wage here by 17%, from 10.25 to 12 euros in 2022. The sky did not fall in, you know, uh, the world didn't end. I'm not suggesting Carl is one of the people, but the people who are making the points that Carl is making are the very same people in, 20, in 2000 when the minimum wage was introduced that said, we can't have this, all of these problems are going to be there. There is a clause in the legislation where employers can go to the Labour Court and plead inability to pay. I don't have the latest stats on that, but very few actually do, uh, Kira. And I wonder why that is, because it is manageable. So I really think we also need to stop discriminating against 18 and 19-year-old adults who get 90% and 80% of the minimum wage. Lots of countries don't do that. And the other argument you hear is, oh, Ireland has a very high minimum wage. Well, if you look at purchasing power, we're probably mid-table. We're behind... Belgium, Germany, the Netherlands, France, Luxembourg, Slovenia. So we're a rich country. We can do more and we need to reach out to those young workers and apprenticeships as well. 
they're excluded from the minimum wage. You know that that that's wrong. So I really think young workers need a break. Okay. Um, they have. They have. No, lost no, that's fair. I, I, I like to, to to bring Carl back in to address those points. Yeah. So I I think that if we were to say like there's different ways you can look at the same problem. Okay. So. I think like myself and, you know, people work in unions, we all agree that, you know, everyone, people being on low pay is not ideal. But you can look at that from the perspective of just give them more money, which is, is one way of looking at it, which is what this is, because there's, there's no change in anything. Just give them more money. Or my perspective, which is figure out ways to help the less well off earn more. Like, for instance, invest more in vocational training, do things like that. I mean, so calling it discrimination at the same time, we have tax discrimination where, for instance, people on minimum wage effectively pay no income tax. In fact, people far above minimum wage effectively pay no income tax. And yet we have a tax system that is then there to support the less well off. So I think if you want to be like countries like Denmark, which is what we keep on hearing, let's be like Denmark. Okay, then bring the tax bill down to people on minimum wage too. But we don't want to do that. So Is that what they see, do in we, Denmark? We well, well, basically, once you are earning in the Nordic countries, you are contributing income tax. And so what we want is basically Nordic style outcomes but with kind of Irish style inputs, which are a mixture of Nordic social systems, but with kind of more, I don't know, some other type of special tax system where a lot of people don't pay into it. Okay. Uh, the last point to you, Owen, how would you feel about that? We'll raise things like minimum wage, but people need to start paying tax. I, I agree with Carl completely about vocational training. What's interesting about Denmark, and it's a good example, Denmark doesn't actually have a minimum wage. What they have in Denmark is they have a situation where about 80% of the people are in trade unions because the government supports trade unions and collective bargaining. And the minimum wage is the wage that the union strikes in the various sectors. I'd much prefer if we had that, quite frankly, because in Ireland, private sector employers uh, effectively, in many cases, say, do you know what? You're organized, but we're not going to talk to you. Um, and there's um, nothing um, you can um, do about it except have a strike. <laughs> so if, if, you know, if we could have Denmark, I'd love that. Carla, Carla's laughing here. Uh, uh, yeah, no, because well, the, the sales pitch had to come in eventually. Everyone should join well, the union. We all be a part well, of the of big cartel of labor price but, fixing. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, oh, Mecca, go right. for it. <laughs> price fixing, yeah. You're talking about things being better, Carl. I'll tell you what. It shows quite clearly countries that have higher levels of collective bargaining, workers do better. It's a better economy for the employers as well. So it's a win-win. But anyway, I don't I'm know sure how it worked out in, in Russia and places like that. But anyway, All yeah, right. Look, okay, okay. Fair enough. All right. We will leave it there this morning, gentlemen, but I appreciate both of your inputs. That is Owen Reedy there, General Secretary of the ICTU and Carl Dieter, Financial Advisor and Analyst. Let us know what you think this morning. Do you want to see the minimum wage raised? Two euros by, by next January. That'll be 13.30. If you're an employer, is that affordable? Will people lose jobs? We'd love to hear from you this morning. 87 106. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.